0: Welcome to the Restoring Fertility Naturally podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Mayer. If you're dealing with fertility challenges, then you're at the right place. I know what it's like to face infertility and feel alone in this journey, wondering what might be wrong and if motherhood is even possible. Fortunately, there are real solutions to be found in the world of restorative reproductive medicine Join me for interviews with real people, both professionals who are experts in their field and people just like yourself who have walked this road of infertility. You are not alone and your story matters. Just as a disclaimer, the information presented in this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not to be used as a substitute for medical advice from your healthcare provider. All right, everyone, welcome to the Restoring Fertility Naturally podcast. This is your host, Mallory Mayer. And it's been quite a while since I came on here and said that. It's been about a year. And this episode, uh, I believe this is episode six, this is going to be like a reintroduction to the podcast. Oh, so much has happened this past year and I, I'll talk about it in a little bit about what all happened, but I just, <laughs> I can't believe that it's been that long. So um, it, it feels like episode number one all over again. <laughs> so I'm back. So let's just jump into where I've been and what things will be like going forward. So if you're listening, you've most likely listened to other episodes in this podcast, or you know me from social media. Just a little history on the podcast, though, if perhaps this is the very first episode that you are listening to, you just found it. I began the Restoring Fertility Naturally podcast in April of 2019. So I am recording this at the very end of May 2020. So like I said, it's been about a year. At the time that I started the podcast, we had been struggling with infertility for almost two years. I had just had surgery with my NAPRO technology doctor, which I guess I hadn't talked about that yet on the podcast, but if you follow my blog, you'll have seen the post about my surgery. So i had had surgery to see if I had endometriosis and any anything else that might have been causing or infertility. And so I had just had the surgery, I had gotten a couple diagnoses. Um, and I wanted to, in the weight, I wanted to use my time wisely, ministering to others going through the same journey. And so that's why I started restoring fertility naturally. That was one thing that I decided to do. But <laughs> spoiler alert, this, I, I do intend to release part three of our infertility story. So parts one and two have already been out. So you can go back. I forget which episodes those are. But you can go back and find parts one and two of our infertility journey. And I was totally planning on doing part three. So that will be coming <laughs> probably in the next episode after this one. But ironically, so this is where the spoiler is. Ironically, the same week that I announced the podcast, I actually found out that I was pregnant. And I know that this podcast is about infertility and restoring fertility. um, But obviously, we all hope to achieve pregnancy, we all hope to have a baby one day. And so this is now part of my story Uh, and funnily enough i actually recorded the first two parts of her infertility story just a few hours before finding out i was pregnant so i did start this podcast before i realized that i was pregnant and i just i kind of look back and i'm just like what was the purpose of announcing this podcast and also doing my blog project, the Warriors and the Wait, where I help other people tell their infertility stories and their stories of using restorative reproductive medicine. Like, I still haven't, I still haven't figured out why those two things happened within days of each other. So obviously, uh, I dropped the ball on the podcast during. That this past year, I mean, I started the podcast or I announced the podcast and then I found out I was pregnant. And a few weeks later, I was in the throes of morning sickness. And so I dropped the ball and I just never picked it back up, right? I mean, just so many things were going on. And if I'm being completely honest, you know, I was overwhelmed with life at that point, as you can imagine. We were, if you're new, you don't really know me very much. We were living in Germany at the time with the army and uh, we had less than a year left there. And so we had like a bunch of traveling coming up. I was (laughs) pregnant, morning sickness. We were, then we had to start getting ready to move back to the United States later in 2019. I also had my YouTube channel, my blog, just everything, you know, that goes into life. Also, if I'm being honest, I was a little scared, and I think this is the biggest reason why I haven't picked it back up again and it might seem a little weird, so let me just explain a little bit <laughs> why would I be scared of doing a podcast about a topic that I am so passionate about and still passion you know I'm still passionate about it, even though I now have a, a baby but I I let fear kind of drive me because the area of fertility and restorative reproductive medicine, it does sometimes deal with heavy ethical issues. And a lot of the time, if not most of the time, the reason people turn to this way of treating infertility is because they have moral and ethical issues with the other way, with um, artificial reproductive technology. And so you know you, there's all these topics that you can talk about that you know they're they're heavy hitting topics, right, and I was letting fear take over. I was fearful that I would mess up or that I would say the wrong thing, you know, and I was you know I'm very you know concerned about putting out good information, right, but I was afraid that somehow I would screw it up also as more time went on, I was a little embarrassed that I had dropped the ball, you know, and that's kind of, I still have a little bit of that reticence now, just feeling a little embarrassed, like oh, I was so excited about this project, and then I dropped it after a few episodes. So ultimately, you know, I was like, I don't want this responsibility. Somebody else needs to do it. I'm not the one to do it. I ran from it. That's kind of, that kind of brings me to where we are now. Okay, so where that's where we've been, that's the past year. So I was pregnant, I've given birth to a healthy baby boy. Um, so here's where we're going. So, yes, we are back in the United States, we are living in California right now, in case anyone's curious. And we do have a well, oh, I guess he's he's nearing five months now, probably by the time this goes up, he will be five months. A five month old baby boy named Maximilian John. Uh, we call him Max for short. And we're just so thankful. It's just incredible. Um, so during my pregnancy, I, I kind of took a break, I guess, an unintentional break from talking about infertility on a regular basis, like on Instagram, because that's where I really share a lot of my life. And I guess maybe it's because I wanted to just savor every moment of pregnancy because from the moment of pregnancy, of finding out I was pregnant till the end. And even to today, I recognize that as much as I want and hope we do have more children, I recognize that that might've been our one and only. And so I really just wanted to live in the moment and to savor everything that was happening, you know, and I even tried to be grateful for morning sickness as hard as that, as hard as it was um, because it meant that life was still in me and I was getting to experience this. So I don't want to rest on my laurels. I don't want to say that the next episode, part three of our infertility journey is the final installment. Cause I don't know. I don't know if we'll st- struggle with secondary infertility. So in in the past few months, I have started sharing again on social media mainly Instagram about infertility and just, just to help people because every time, every time that I share, I share a post on my feed or I do Instagram stories. And even when I don't, (laughs) I get positive feedback from people. You know, even after having a baby, I hear from women who tell me that our story has encouraged them and has even led them to trying NAPRO technology, trying restorative reproductive medicine. And I just want to give you guys a couple of quotes that I got from two different women on the same day this past week. One of them said, quote, sharing your journey has made me look into Creighton and NAPRO. And this lady I think that very week she was having her first appointment with a fertility care practitioner to learn how to do Creighton charting. And then the other lady said, quote, your experience definitely contributed to convince me. And now this person is, is sharing about her journey on social media. I, I'm so moved by messages like this. Um, like it almost made me cry uh, reading this. Because I I don't know, I guess I just find it incredible that even though for all intents and purposes, you know, somebody could look at our journey and say, well, you've overcome infertility, you're done, like your infertility journey is done, even though I don't really think of it that way, you know, because again, I don't want to rest on my laurels and say, yes, I'm cured, whatever it's, I don't know, it's just so incredible to me that our story can still impact people. And I guess if I really look at it and kind of put myself back in, you know, (laughs) where I was, where we were, you know, over two years ago, and looking for answers and hope, people who did end up getting pregnant using NAPRO, those are the people that really, really inspired me, because I thought, okay, if it can happen to them, and it, It could happen to me. You know what I mean? So seeing people with their children wasn't depressing. It was encouraging. So I just need to remember that when I start feeling like (laughs) this is kind of like a pep talk to myself, you guys. I I feel like the restorative reproductive space is different because we don't see a baby as like the ultimate goal in life, even though it's something we do Sometimes desperately want it. I don't know. I I do want to delve more into this mindset that makes restorative reproductive medicine different than artificial reproductive technologies. Um, So that that's a conversation for another day. So anyway, so all this time passed this past year. But even I guess even there were times during this past year where I just kind of got this glimmer of like you know you get this pull in your heart to do that. You need to do something. And I would just kind of brush it away. Like, I'm too busy. I'm pregnant. We're traveling. You know, I had all these excuses. And then just recently, like maybe within the past couple of months, um, and I'm recording this during the COVID-19 pandemic, or we're kind of coming out of it. Here in California, we're still in shelter in place for the most part, but most people around the country are starting to come out of it. But Kind of during the heat of the pandemic, I started feeling that pull again on my heart, like that call. And, and it was the same feeling that I got, when I got when I got the inspiration to start in the first place. I mean, rem- I, I remember exactly where I was when I got the inspiration. I was in Texas. I think I'd already, yeah, I think I'd already had my surgery. I think I wrote down that it was March 18th, 2019. And I got this inspiration for doing a podcast and it was like the same feeling all over again. And I tried ignoring it, I'm going to be honest, I tried ignoring it. I tried telling myself the same story, I'm too busy, I have too many balls in the air, I can't do it, I'm too afraid to do it. And then I even tried starting, (laughs) this is where it's so contradictory. I tried starting something else that felt less intimidating. It was in the space of health, but it just, I don't know, it just felt less intimidating and something with revenue as the end goal. But things just kept happening to me that led me back to the podcast. Like I could not, it was, it's kind of like an itch that you scratch and you itch it and then it comes back. Like it didn't matter how hard I tried to push it away. It would always come back. And somebody that I have to give credit to for really, I guess, pushing me over the edge. Like, yes, Mallory, you just need to get back and do it. Is Jennifer Fulweiler. Uh, Some of you may know her and some of you may not. I follow her. You go look her up on Instagram, Jennifer Fulweiler. I'll put her in the, in the show notes so you can find her. She is a, meet stand-up comedian author. She is a Catholic mom. She has six children. And she just recently released a book called Your Blue Flame. And basically you should go read the book and buy her buy and read her book because it's amazing. It's a really great read and it's really funny too. Basically your blue flame is something I'm just kind of putting it to my own words is something that basically you're called to do that you know you need to do, and that will benefit others. And I read her a book, and it's all about helping you to find your own blue flame. And after reading that book, I was like, okay, I know without beyond a shadow of a doubt that my blue flame is helping other people through their infertility journey, specifically in the space of restorative reproductive medicine. So thank you so much, Jennifer Fullweiler. I don't know if you will listen to this podcast. I just want her to know that she played a role in nudging me to restart this podcast. So thank you so much for your work. So yes, this podcast and talking about infertility is my thing. This is my blue flame. And I know that even if I didn't restart it, if I kept just pushing it off and If I just buried it forever, like, you know what? I'm never going to back to the podcast. I would always feel this pull to restart and it would haunt me for the rest of my life. So I can't not do it. You know what I mean? Like, and I think we all have something like that. I think we all, like we all have a blue flame, like according to Jen Fulweiler, we all do. And it's a matter of finding it. So here I am. Here we are. So now just some, I guess, housekeeping. Like I mentioned, this is at the tail end of a COVID-19 pandemic. Life with a new baby in a new place during a pandemic has been very interesting. Um, I was just starting to get back out and start trying to have a social life again when COVID hit. So (laughs) we have been sheltering in place since mid-March. And like I said, it's the end of May fun times. So I, I know you all can relate because we've all had to go through this together. My goal with all that being said, my goal is to release a podcast by weekly to keep things manageable. In the before when I originally started the podcast, I was like, yes, we're going to pump out an episode every single week. And that's a really great goal. And a lot of people do that. But I think I need to give myself some space and not try to be a perfectionist. Like I tend to be eventually maybe I will go weekly, but right now my goal is every other week. And the next episode will be part three of our infertility story. And then just, I don't know if you guys are interested or not, but I guess I just want to explain myself. This episode possibly will go up really soon after I record it just to kind of give you guys a heads up that, hey, the podcast is going to be starting again. I don't have a firm date on when things are going to be like consistent every other week, but I am planning on batch recording a bunch of episodes so that I can get ahead. And then that way I build a buffer in for myself and I don't get overwhelmed. So then I can say, okay, I have like five episodes, 10 episodes, however many I end up recording batch batching. Then I have that much content to last that long. And then I can, you know, start, I can work at a more manageable pace. uh, So that I always know that I have content to put out. And if let's say we're traveling (laughs) once we can travel again, or something happens, the baby gets sick, I get sick, whatever. Then I can be assured that you guys can expect an episode every other week. Okay, so I'm putting this out there so to hold myself accountable, <laughs> because it's always better when you just when you put your goals out there and tell other people instead of keeping them to yourself. All right, well, I think that's it. Um, we're just a little bit over the 20 minute mark, so. Again, I'm going to wrap this episode up. But if you're new here, if this is the first episode that you're listening to, welcome. I encourage you to go back and listen. Oh, I have in my notes the previous five episodes. (laughs) So this this podcast has five episodes before this one. Obviously, hello, Mallory. It's it's 11 p.m. as I'm recording this. Oftentimes, the evening into late late night hours is when I can. Get the most done, so <laughs> I'm a little spacey. Um, that's why. But I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous five episodes. And again, I also want to reiterate that, or even though I have a baby now, I am still passionate about the topic of infertility and helping others through that. Um, yeah, I guess I, I, I mentioned this earlier, but yeah, I don't want to rest on my laurels. We might struggle again, you know. I, I don't want to give too much away for part three, but the problem that was fixed, it could come back, right? Um, Max could be our one and only, even though I would love more children, I pray for more children, Um, you just never know. And so it's, it's so important to just savor every day, so even the hard days. If you'd like to reach me, you can email me at rfnpodcast, Okay, everyone. I just want to jump in here. This is a last minute edit that I'm adding into the podcast because as I was writing my show notes, I realized that I gave you guys the wrong email address. So uh, depending on how all this editing works, I may or may not leave in what I just said about the email that I thought I had. So my email for the podcast is restoring fertility, naturally at gmail.com. So the name of the podcast at gmail.com. I just wanted to clarify that in case people don't look closely at the show notes for the email address. So you are not emailing the wrong person. Or you can find me on social media. I am always answering DMs on Instagram. That's where I'm most active at warrior life wellness. That's my personal channel. Um, and then the pot, I forgot to put this on here, uh, and my notes, uh, the podcast also has its own account on Instagram. So it's at restoring fertility naturally. So you can reach me either way. Uh, I am more active on the warrior life wellness just because that's like my blog slash personal page. And I have the most content up there, like with regards to our personal infertility story, I also have a blog named Warrior Life Wellness, so warriorlifewellness.com, and a YouTube channel, which I never, I don't think I ever talked about that on the podcast, but that is something that I did keep up with. So if you just, I'll have a YouTube channel linked in the show notes, but you can just search my name, Mallory Mayer, and that's the name of my channel. I have started putting some infertility content on there as well. And I do plan on putting video episodes of this podcast onto YouTube. So I'm looking right into my camera right now. So if you are in my audience on YouTube, thank you for viewing this video. I appreciate you guys too. Okay, you guys. Well, I think this is it. I am so happy to be back with you. I know that this is something that people need and want. And it's something that I need to do for other people. I don't know exactly where this is going to go. I don't know exactly where this is going to lead. But in, to quote Jennifer Fulweiler again, or to reference her, she says, you know what? Like, you don't always know where something will lead, but you just know you need to do it. And so that's what I'm doing. I just know I need to do this. And I want to do this, and I know that other people want it too. So I'm really glad you're here. I could really use your prayers as I restart this because I know that when we are doing something good, sometimes we tend to come up against obstacles, resistance. So I know that there will be obstacles in the way. And so I really appreciate your prayers as we get this going. All right. I think that's, that's enough for this episode. So again, you can find me on social media and I really look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care everyone.